0: What's up sand people and welcome to another episode of the Adam Sandbox the show where we sit down every week and watch another Adam Sandler movie because we make poor life decisions I guess this week we watched The Wedding Singer a 1998 classic written by Tim Herlihy the the boy just let him, he just wants to stay in your house he's the Herlihy boy he just just let him stay 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 in your house he just wants to sleep in your bed yeah we got Morgan this week, we got me this week we're a bit cut down like last week, there was only the three of us. This week, it's looking like it's just two of us. Oliver said he would like eventually be coming home, but like maybe he'll join in eventually. He said, I think he's watched the movie. Like he said, he said he was gonna watch the movie for the podcast. So I assume that's what he's gonna do. Yeah, like logically he should have. So if he if he pops in, this he is doesn't. gonna be a very awkward conversation. There's <laughs> always a the third person
1: coming in right about now. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> So we'll, we'll, we'll try and pat it out just as a, a, a back and forth together. So what, do you, what did you think of the movie this week, Morgan? Uh, I liked it. I thoroughly... Hey! Hey, there he is. Can you
2: start without me? Yeah, man. Oh, shit.
0: Just join in. We'll All right. edit around. No, I'll We're joined by Oliver as well. This is an abrupt, abrupt entry into the podcast. I am the uh, lovely uh, best man of the wedding this week. Uh, I am the lead singer of the podcast. Ooh, I'm Oliver and I'm bulletproof. What? Couldn't shoot cool. me. Cool. Anyway, so um so what did you guys what did you guys think? Did you enjoy it? Did you have a good time? Yeah, I I, it was a lovely time. I actually hadn't I hadn't seen this movie before. It
2: was like um really it, you haven't seen it was in it me? was a new sort of genre for like the action was really was really interesting for the podcast. I think it's like a new it, like we haven't when really he talked fought, about these the, movies that much anymore. Yeah, I
0: guess the, like there were a couple of fights and stuff. So we, Yeah, I
2: mean I I don't know if I've ever seen any other sort of Adam Sandler action movies, so like I don't know we definitely haven't covered the podcast. Have, I would have called it an action. I would have called
0: movie. It an action movie. Really? Like no nah, no def- really. there's definitely like romantic like like definitely romantic along. elements. It's more Definitely. of a rom-com. Like, there's... that. There's... Yeah. there's sure, surely there's, like, action and violence in it. But oh, i would right. call it an action movie, though. Uh, okay. I can't I, believe you've never seen this. This is, like, one of the big... I've seen this movie so many times. I've
1: seen a musical of this movie, man. I had,
0: they made a musical of
2: it? Yeah. Wow, that's... I want to see that. I don't... Yeah. I, you I do not know this? I don't really know what... There's a lot for this movie, though. Like, all the double-crossing. There's just, like, there's a lot going on.
1: It's an interesting movie.
0: What? Do you... Do you know what double crossing there's not really any double crossing per se. Like there's I mean what's his face is cheating on what's her face. Yeah, that's yeah that's true. Don't,
2: is there you guys are really talking a lot about romance? Is there like a was there a, a subplot that I missed? I
0: mean, I mean like, it was, that, that was
2: pretty forefront.
1: Oh, something about if we're gonna talk about something. We got that
0: fucking dirt bike. What? what?
1: There wasn't a dirt bike in this movie. Dirt bike done would know if there's a dirt bike in this dirt movie. Dirt bike
0: done? Dirt bike done would know if there was a fucking My, no, dirt. No Morgan, bike you talk about, about
2: that as if that is a movie. Th- you talk about that as if that's a thing that has been established?
1: Yeah, it happened last
2: week.
0: Yeah, Hell, we, we talked about it on the podcast last week. Yeah, we, last, we watched... We watched is... last week's podcast yeah. for
1: Bulletproof? Yeah, we watched Bulletproof last week.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, it's, this, this week? Bulletproof's
1: this week? No, no, Bulletproof was last week. This oh, week fa- is...
0: This week's the wedding oh, singer, dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, God. Did you really, like, not watch it?
2: Oh, I... I guess this is fine. I fucking love the wedding singer. Whatever.
0: Wait, so you have seen The Wedding Singer? Yeah, See, so you, you singer. have seen
2: it. I've seen The Wedding Singer like every day of my life.
0: Wait. <laughs> I was going to say, because you were like, I've never seen this movie before. Everyone's seen The Wedding yeah, Singer. Guys, Everyone's I've seen the, seen
2: the Wedding Singer. You know every weekend when you watch The Wedding Singer? Well, yeah. I've seen The Wedding Singer a lot, but... You watch yeah, nobody, every Saturday on 9. I'm, nobody told me we were doing it this week. You told yeah. me it was bulletproof. No, we did not last wait, week. It's my favourite movie, and I watch it every weekend, sometimes twice, but I thought we were doing
0: bulletproof. Mm. Oliver, we did bulletproof last week. If you're not going to bother showing up to the podcast, we're not going to just not do it for you. Oh, fuck you guys. Whatever, I'm speaking, glad. Speaking you know of what, guys?
2: You know what, guys? I'm glad Luke fucking died between the last episode. I'm glad he's dead.
0: That's... Whoa, well, dude, Speaking that's of... soon.
1: Speaking of not showing up for the podcast... We are, of course, not joined by our colleague, Lucas Palmer. Yeah, <laughs> RIP. <laughs> As he had a tragic accident at the gym this week. Yeah, whatever. Where he uh, went too fast. He went too fast on the treadmill. He ripped his and own he... dick yeah. off. Yeah, it was Bullet very tragic. On the treadmill. But he did leave me what a shit letter. head. He did leave me a letter to read for everyone. Oh, please. Yeah, let's, so, let's have some this calm. This is in memory of Luke. The last ever thing he's probably ever going to say on the podcast. He wrote, Dear Sandboxes." If you are reading this, then unfortunately I am dead. And I know this may come as a surprise, but you know what they say? Run fast, die young. There is just one last thing I wanted to you all to know before I left this mortal coil. Oh my god. I liked the movie The Wedding Singer. Full stop.
0: So you so you <laughs> oh, know So you know it's
1: a good movie. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, because Luke.
1: Because Luke's dying wish was that he wanted us to know that he liked
0: it. Guys, let's let's raise a glass to Luke. Yep. I didn't,
1: I I've didn't... only got a milkshake container, but
2: I didn't think it would make me feel this much.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you, Lukey Pukey boy. Let's pour one out. Puked himself to death. Let's it, pour one out it, after it, he ripped his dick off. In retrospect, it's weird that I wasn't sad. He's my brother. That makes Has it all just sort of hit you at once. It
2: seems unrealistic that I would ju- that I would just be annoyed at him for dying. <laughs>
0: It was pretty selfish. Oh. I mean, we were recording a podcast tonight. He knew that. I
1: mean, he was pretty mean to you last week when you went Oh, here. yeah.
2: Yeah, no, fuck that guy. Anyway, guys, The Wedding Singer <laughs> is like, I um, I actually really like The Wedding Singer. It's um, a really, really good One wedding.
1: of my first notes, which is, I just want to say this, because I, I I must have written this at least eight times, was solid soundtrack, guys. Oh, I'm- Real you, good soundtrack. Solid soundtrack. It starts to fucking spin me right around. And, and it goes, oh. it goes, it ends with Video Kill the Radio Star and everything in between is just a joy. There's some good
0: originals in this movie. Yeah. One to be particular. <laughs> I can understand why they... There's two
1: good originals. The one where he gets real angry is oh, the okay. best. I'll, I'll pay that one. There's two I, good originals. That's a fantastic song. I can see why they
2: did make it into a music. I don't know if we're going to talk about this at any point, but they did make it into a musical. And I could, I I could, yep. I would really enjoy more of that in this movie. It was very good. So put a, put a movie in the eighties and this guy will watch it. For, for a 90s movie, it's pretty 80s. Do we, it wanna,
0: do we want one of us to run through a quick... Do, I say, should we run through a quick... Well, what? there is actually I mean, one I'm segment... There's
2: one segment that needs to be done, I think. It's oh, just, I was going to say, just, we need a, we, we It there's... just got from the beginning, I want to do... Yeah. And and it's a, spite, a slight there's, spin on this.
1: There's a normal segment we've got at the end. We're going to push it to the front. We're going to
2: push it to the front because it bears doing
1: now. So...
2: Now uh, I'd like to change it this week It's essentially It's the Alan Co-Star Report He is <laughs> heavily featured in this movie He is just a main character And it's great I, He was
0: wearing a, a, a really Like what would be a formidable Mustache disguise. But it wasn't very covert because I knew it was him. As I soon knew it was him.
2: It. Yeah, guys, I'll tell you what the biggest tip was. It was when his name was literally like the second one in the credits. Yes. That was not very covert, Alan. No, he played, I, I don't know what he was thinking.
1: He played That's... Adam's best friend Sammy, the, the limo driver, and I think he owned the establishment. There. Yeah, it was great. One hundred percent more lines than he did in his
2: previous yeah. film. <laughs> I, was that thinking, he
1: was in. I was thinking. I was thinking. I I would love to see him more take on more co-star roles. I know he's a covert guy. He's very down low, he killed it. He likes to
2: keep it under the radar, but he kills it when he gets up there. So keep yeah. it on
1: the deal. So that was the Alan Covert report. We'll push the rest right to the back. It was just, we couldn't get through it talking about this movie without bringing it well, up. Well, there's
2: really. a, talking about Alan Covert, there's another person. I don't know if he's actually come up yet, but I do remember him for a lot of movies. There's Peter Dante, who is the very tanned looking individual who um, appears at the very
0: beginning. I know that. With you- the long hair? With the long hair. Yeah, he's he... first scene. He's just playing playing a child with alcohol.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I was I was thinking maybe he'd be in this movie more. No, that's pretty much the only purpose he serves. But he does also feature in quite a number of Adam Sandler movies, and I'm
0: looking forward to seeing some. Of I his was him. unaware. This of might much. be his first appearance. All right. So, and with that, Oliver, you haven't watched the movie for a very long time because you thought we were doing Bulletproof. <laughs> would you like to give us a synopsis of what you remember from all the every Sunday you watch it? Yeah, I mean, I watched it.
2: I watched it two times last week,
0: so I'd be very happy to do that, Chris.
2: Oh, absolutely. So, it's it's The Wedding Singer, it's Adam Sandler's probably, like, it's genuinely like, the other ones touch on it, but it's the first proper romantic comedy that Adam Sandler really ever did. With Drew Barrymore, it's, um, they're a lovely couple. Guys, before the internet, before mobile phones, before rollerblades, there was a time, 1985, don't pretend that you don't remember, he has big, boofy hair. Big puffy shoulder pads and a big lineup of 80s electronic songs. But it's eight, it's 1985, after all, and Robbie Hart, brackets Adam sound is the most talented, thin black tie-wearing wedding singer in town. In between asking a video killed a radio style or pleading, Do you really want to hurt me? He schmoozes the taffeta clad crowd. Don't know what that is, giving the bride and groom the ultimate white wedding. Oh, this is very long. However, when Robbie's <laughs> own f- fiancé jumps him at the altar, his act turns tragic. Now he's singing Love Stinks and depressing the newlyweds before they even started married life. This is just describing the start of the movie. It's not a very good synopsis. He's hit an all-time low until new waitresses Julie, Julie, Julia, true Barrymore shows up. Now, every little thing she does is magic
1: because one small, small obstacle... Loved it. God, five stars. The <laughs> ...fiancé... <laughs>
2: Is that is. Is that the
1: end? <laughs> yeah. I would just like to say where we we did subtitle the first going overboard as a case study in depression. This is a proper case study in depression. I component. have. some.
2: Oh, I have some evolving theories about the sand law and the character as we see him. Because <sighs> bulletproof, I don't know that you would necessarily have said that that's the sand law. It's just sort of a. It's a character. It's a movie that he's in. Yeah. It's not part of the sand law.
0: Law. I'd agree with that.
2: You'd agree with that? I mean, I mean, I would know. I have seen the movie.
0: You watched it this week for this recording. So, logically, you would have the the best stance on it because you watched it the
2: most recently. I mean, exactly, Chris. What reason would there be for me to say in the podcast that I've seen it if I hadn't seen it? What a silly idea.
0: I don't think we'd lie to our fans like that. Mm. So, Sandlaw
1: in this movie is very interesting, I think.
2: Yeah.
1: We get the romantic comedy side which i don't think we've seen before I,
2: it's it feels like a
1: journey it feels like a logical next
2: step from the other stuff yeah like i was saying it in the last one he does he there's the baby kind of sandler and there's the, there's the immature and then there's the kind of the angry sandler and there's a lot of that in the last in happy Madison happy Madison, happy gilmore and billy madison in this it's almost like it's like each of his movies is him being reincarnated again. He's learnt a little bit more. <laughs> it's kind of like what it is. It's the same character evolving over time and sort of just
1: becoming a bit better. Yeah, because he did have the angry moments in there, but he was a lot more charming. It.
2: Yeah, pace. it's like sort of Billy Madison. He's he's very young. It's it's his first movie. He's very immature. It's very juvenile. He sort of learns the importance of family, which runs a lot of threads right through Happy Gilmore. And then in this, he's sort of like he's sort of he's beaten down a little bit more. He's kind of a little bit more world weary. But, uh... He's, he's, more grounded, he's more grounded. He's more he's, grounded. He's more of a fleshed-out character. It's another thing about this, I think, more so than a lot of other movies, is got good character development in this movie. Would you
0: say, then, that the Sandlaw character, arcing over all of these movies as one entity moving forth in life, yep. is growing up and evolving, and sort of behind the scenes is sort of like seeing a therapist and building upon himself and getting better, but... He still has violent outbursts and cries back to when he was angry Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Sandler. Well,
2: I, not for nothing, I did say world-weary, and I think we're going to continue to see more of that as we watch this. It's, it's a man that is continuously brought back, and he has to learn from his lessons, but maybe, maybe he just wants to die.
0: <laughs> Jesus. I mean, he does say very specifically in this movie... I want to Somebody die. kill me, please. Yep. I just want to die. And I do Shoot think it was a cry for help. I think, it was an early, I
2: think it was an early cry for help. And I don't know. We're going to continue. And we'll, just, we'll, see, we'll, see his, we'll see his path. Maybe,
1: maybe,
2: maybe someone should have killed him.
1: Maybe someone did
2: in Click. I'm not really Click. happy with the <laughs>
1: direction we're currently taking this.
2: No, Click, uh, Click definitely factors in fairly strongly <laughs> to this, this projection that I'm making. I mean, we'll get
1: so, to Click. <laughs> it's we will very get... dark. On a week where we've lost Luke, I don't, I don't think I can take That's it. That's
2: true. It I know, is... I, I mean, Morgan, I'm just I'm dwelling on death at the moment. It's, I'm sorry.
0: Like, give the man some space, Morgan. His, his brother just died. He can talk about death. you doesn't want put himself. him on a podcast knowing
2: full oh, well he's bereaving. Well, I don't find a more positive note for this podcast, I would say that the Denise show sets a lot of. A little bit, a fair bit of groundwork for this. <laughs> oh, it do, I do believe it does. The, gra- the Denise show, I think you can see it in his romantic
0: comedies. Absolutely. I feel
1: like this was the next step from the Denise show. Like, some of his work, like The Water Boy, may have been grandness now, but this was definitely like, he was like, hey, that Denise show sketch I did was great, which it is. And he was like, let's make a full movie out of it. And this is what, this is kind of where he, he took that idea. It's not a complete carbon copy, yeah. that's where he took it.
0: Like, you, could, you could certainly say that as far as this movie is concerned in the opening scenes well not the opening scenes in the first couple of minutes of the movie his long term girlfriend fiance Linda Bitchface leaves him at the altar and he is mourning and grieving and trying to get her back at which point he makes the Denise show yep the yeah, Linda show and then show. He continues with his life after he gets better after that mm-hmm. after his dad yells at him on the radio <laughs> on three <public> times? <laughs> two times? three times? so he's taking a real long drink there I want to say uh, a few things there's a lot of non-consensual butt-touching in this movie. There's a lot. There is a lot of non-consensual butt-touching. There's a writing
2: theme in this movie that I would like to call old people are fucked. <laughs> which I'm sure Luke wishes he was here for. Because he's an a, old person. Well, that, he was. That, and it's a sentiment he has expressed before. This movie is... Every old person in this movie is just a little bit fucked.
0: They're a bit fucked, and they're also, like, a little bit sex-crazy. Yeah.
2: Meatball hands. <laughs> she's that lady is great <laughs> That
0: lady is phenomenal. She's fantastic. She kills every character.
1: scene she's in. From the meatballs to the weights machine to the wrapping She's really she's talking good. about
0: his dick as a baby. <laughs> yeah, his
1: little baby dick that was actually. But that had that, some sides. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has some good
2: character actors in
0: it. She's good. This movie does have some good Some good character <laughs> actors. I said good
1: character <laughs> <Yeah>. actors <laughs>
0: Sorry. There was a pause and it was it was funny to me. I'm so Oliver, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that to you. Continue with your...
1: Continue with... Oh, let
2: go. But the audio record showed that I'm
0: looking away from Chris. I don't know why we have to have this rift between us.
2: But anyway. So. She... Yeah, you no, know, she's good. I was... I, when I was a kid, I'm, I'm pretty sure I grew... Like, I didn't know who Betty White was when this movie came out, but I was assumed retrospectively that, that was
0: Betty White. It's not. Very... No, a lot of similarities. It's not Betty White. No, she's the other old lady in everything.
2: She's the other old lady in everything that we, is, Betty a, is up for anything <laughs> and and so will be cast in anything I regret saying say that almost words? instantly i to say she will say any words and also Glenn whoever plays Glenn I don't know what else he's been in but just some classic shitlord,
1: uh, oh, uh, shit lord piece of shit like the other thing I like to describe him is like meaty like he looks like a piece of meat he looks meaty he looks a little bit like Biff from um, Back does. to the Future speaking of Back to the Future which one is this because there's a DeLorean in this it's got Biff it's, got it's got Back everything. to the Future 4 yeah. yeah 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 this is
0: Back to the Future um, 4 officially let's get back there seriously this time
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's stop that wedding between Drew Barrymore and good guy Greg. Otherwise, good guy.
0: I will cease to exist. I mean,
2: the, the thing with the, the Glenn characters, it's like a character that's sometimes insane. That idea of like, they're dating the person that you want the main character to be with. And they have to go to very ridiculous pains to make you not like them in a way that is very unrealistic in a lot of movies. Like, why are all these lovely women dating just some real big shit for money and security man but no that's what i like yeah, about garbage. in this movie they actually go to any effort to explain that relationship and why he's doing what he's doing and i think it's good
0: It's quite well done It's certainly more well written than other movies who have explored that sort of That same thing Women like garbage people But who knows
1: why I mean
0: it's not even in a lot of things it's not
2: even that theme that's being In in this it actually is kind of like she's meek and she's complacent And that's I think part of it In some movies it's literally just Well this movie is strange if we don't want them to break up (laughs)
0: Like
2: it doesn't make sense that a main character
1: would draw a rift between them Yeah I can see that I have a point I want to bring up. Please. So, we see a side of Sandler in this we've never seen before. The,
0: which is... The side that, that can, like, sing really well and no, is the, lovely. There's a point... He is a good singer.
1: That's another point I want to bring up. There were times he was definitely singing, but there was also times he wasn't, right? I think, like, there was at I least was, one song in there where he wasn't singing. No, I
0: think it was all him, but some of it was oh, studio, not okay.
1: live. Because one of them yeah. just didn't sound like Sandler at all. Like, I was like, he singing... Uh, he sang all the others, but... And normally you could tell because, like, even if it didn't sound that much like him, he'd change the line at the end and do a talking line to a cast character. And it's like, okay, yeah, I can see the transition. But this one was, like, all through the song, it's like... It just doesn't sound like Sandler at all. But, yeah, I, th- I just assumed, like, he well, sung like, most of the song. It's hard to
2: make live music scenes in movies, I think, look real. Because the way you record that ends up looking strange. Yeah. Because,
0: yeah, like, you generally don't use the live performance yeah.
1: in the final cut.
2: But then it's hard to make it then try to look like it's a weird reverse engineering kind of thing I think they have to do it's weird Yeah. but yeah
1: as I was saying we see it like we've never really seen sappy Sandlaw until this movie there is no. a point in this movie where he's actually real sappy our boy's well, growing and up our boy's growing well, he's, up he's getting feelings he's
2: very he's very sensitive like the whole there's a like it seems insane looking at some of the previous movies that we've watched but he is classified in this movie by other characters as a shy person which is like yeah which is odd. interesting for us adam sandler character
0: yeah like in no other movie would i ever describe his character as shy yeah. or introverted in any yeah, way shy, introver- even in
1: this movie like he's only shy at points he's not he still gets up on a stage in front of people
0: yeah but when he's not on, when he's not yeah. on that stage not he does have a very shy he goes into his show and is like hey i just want to help out Ugly kids Yeah introverted
1: stuff. personality I would say
2: Yeah and then also Really rip into some ugly adults <laughs> it has got <laughs> some strange stuff. Oh, that was, didn't want to hate the kids But you
0: know what? Fuck them As soon yeah. as they turn 18 they He hated, hated Table you nine, 9 You know what like, Fuck you mean. Brian
2: Posehn In your first movie role <laughs>
0: Right? You fucking mongoloid At Table 9 <laughs> It was generally the first movie that Brian Posey was in. <laughs> was it? Yep. Brian Posey was in this movie. John Lovins was in this movie.
1: Yes. Sorry, did you say John Lovins? You Lov- said Lov- John Lovins, Shit. Lovins. John-, John Lovins stuff? John There's Lovins something
2: stuff. that I want to talk about with John Lovins. Because um, I realised it while watching this. I was trying to think about what it is. There's one of the line readings in this for John Lovitz that is very familiar to me for some reason. It has, like, a weird sense memory thing. And I realised, I'm pretty sure, it's from one of those intro. You know the intros that they would have at the start of VHSs where it would play a bunch of scenes of movies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's from that, I'm pretty sure.
0: What,
1: what is it? Is
2: like- I think we should try to insert the audio... We should try to insert or, like, find it and, like, insert the audio in at this point. But I'm- In case we can't, do your best John Lovitz right It's, now. I'm pretty sure, the bit where he's, like... Oh, I've completely forgotten what it is. We should try yeah. He but he's
0: losing his
2: mind. No no no, it's not that. That bit is great, but it's the it's and a bit I am profiting. It's the bit before that. I can't I should have been, I should have written it down. Don't know why I didn't. Ah, uh, is it um Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. Yes, it is. It's that, it's that it's that. I'm pretty sure that is in one of the
0: very strange scene for them to have chosen. Like Like when he shakes his body like this, it... All of it shakes. He's a shaking man Now that you've got if his
1: eyes just pop.
2: Now that you've got that convenient, portable video format, you know what you wanna see? John Lovitz.
0: Shaking his body. You wanna around. see
2: John Lovitz shaking himself and being <laughs> a weirdo. Just getting jiggly and giving John Lovitz eyes. That sold many a VHS player.
1: I wanna talk about how so one of the points of this movie is that she eventually falls off Greg. And starts getting on, uh, team... R- Rob? was his name? Robbie. Robbie. But one of the things is that she's been dating this guy for, like, eight years or something. Something crazy. Four years. Four years. Double it. Eight. Crazy. You're right, crazy. And she never realised that getting married, her name would then become Julia Goulia. she
0: also never realised that he's a piece of shit. Yeah, that he is
2: clearly, clearly cheating on her concept. Well, he,
1: may, he might not have used to be a piece of shit. Because he did mention that they were dating before he got all this money... And yeah. Stuff we don't know what like she who she fell in love with. This is just who he is. I would watch at that. This point I would in watch time. a movie about, about
0: his transition from potentially a nice guy into gets money and becomes a garbage bag. Like a dramatic film about the fall of a relationship, essentially. It and just, it doesn't it doesn't finish with Julia getting married to Robbie. It just finishes with their breakup and him doing piles of cocaine and, yeah. and not being happy. Speaking just, speaking of his, him as a character. He has silk sheets, There's a leopard print yes. underwear
2: to bed. And she finds him clearly hung over as shit, just passed out in his bed. And I don't know what part of that person factors into her idea of who she wants to be for the rest of her life and who she wants to be with. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's just like, oh, there's about 10 red flags there that you probably are getting every weekend. And I don't understand this. <laughs> I don't understand what
0: you're getting out of this relationship Well, that, that's the all. point
1: where you kind of suspend your disbelief because the movie goes to such extremes. To show you that they're a douche. It does. But the girls, for some reason... Yeah. And then you, you have to suspend your disbelief that they actually like... I do like think that... I him. think that's
2: a difficult hurdle. It genuinely is a difficult hurdle for movies to get over. Because if you actually just showed the breakdown of a relationship where another person essentially just steals a person from somebody else... In most situations... That's a really fucking weird and layered and weird situation. Yeah, like. And you can't do
0: that in a movie. In real life, if like someone is in a happy relationship and then someone else comes in and takes the girl, they're the dickhead. Yeah,
2: they, more often than not,
0: they are going to be the best. But that. They are the hap- bad guy in real life. That happens time and time again in movies, and every time they are the good guy. It's like, this guy's great because. He stole someone else's wife. You know, I'm not saying that women are property. You know why? (laughs) No one's here to make that claim. You know
2: why this guy is great? Billy Idol even debunked Exactly. I was going to say, you know why this guy is great? Because Billy Idol loves him. Billy Idol is one of my Billy Idols. Billy Idol's good in this movie. That's another thing in movies. I love the idea of a scene where they just cut out a period of time, and in that period of time, the main character has just brought all these random people on his side, and they are fucking into it oh they are, that is, i do love that it's, trope of like, it's a fantastic trope and it's always satisfying It's whole, always so satisfying especially whole when it playing involves, scene
1: was so satisfying especially when like billy was pushing the cart
2: yeah every time it involves like a celebrity cameo as well it's like
1: yeah
0: yeah but like this trope it's got like two sides because i always hated when they half-ass like they'll cut to a scene and someone tells the second half of a joke yeah it's like and then it wasn't even a real lamp in her butt and then the whole group of people goes, "Ha ha ha ha!" ha you good joke. joke? I just did. Shut up. And I hate it every time.
2: But no, I do hate
0: it. Like, I do hate it when people think that lamps and butts are funny all the time. But that that lamps and butts—that that was plastic. done really well because there's a whole like that sweet transition yeah, between dad playing ride. And when it's ride. like transition back and they're telling the last line of a story and like, and "That's why we need to go and save the day," and everyone's on board. I love it. Yeah,
1: every time. it's perfect. Jokes. Yeah. Not so much it's it's telling in, the it's story
0: because
2: this it has that other bit where it's Billy Idol like <laughs> explains in a fully expositional way why Glenn is a bad guy (laughs) in a way that it's like you didn't really need to do this and it's too far that he would be bad on board it was
0: perfect it's just like the writers and directors were just like now at this point in the movie some of the audience may not have realised that Glenn's bullshit it's like hey this is how you need to
2: feel as said by presumably at that point in time musical treasure Billy Idol
1: can you imagine like this, this is how you should at feel at that point in the movie Billy Idol said it so you better feel it too they had that at this point in the movie like they were doing a read through it's like look I, this point in the movie People I don't think it. I don't think we fully understand how much of it and, and then someone's like I have a trump cast. I have. I know I what have, we can do. I have the trump but, card. But this they, is this is gonna be the final straw. Up until this point, we've merely been hinting that he's a douche. Do, do they know but <laughs> Billy Idol? Do they know why he's a douche? Billy do they Idol.
2: Understand we his
1: motivations. He explains it face to camera. People dig it. They're yeah. gonna get that this Glenn guy.
0: Is it is gonna be at this point in the movie that people Greg. finally understand. You know what's the Glenn's thing? shit? I want you guys to break this
2: down. His name is Billy Idol. He is an idol. People idolize him. People will listen to what he says. What we're gonna do is, we've signed a deal with him, he's gonna be in ten of our pictures, and he's just gonna hammer the point home. Billy Idol is the key to filmmaking. He is the key to filmmaking and he is the king of this kind of dialogue. He tells the people how they want to feel. Because
0: up until this point, movies haven't had a Billy Idol in them, giving the exposition at the end of the film, telling them what to feel. So no one's known what to feel. At the end of Casablanca, no one knew what to feel. But if Billy Idol was there and said, well, you guys, this is what's just happened, Casablanca would have been a good film. Yeah. Are you saying Casablanca's not a good film? Casablanca's not a good film film because it doesn't have Billy Idol. Guys, shut up. up. (laughs) Guys, Guys, shut up.
2: I've not seen Casablanca. I don't care. Guys, but seriously, imagine Star Wars where he says, he says, like, Luke, I am your father. And then Billy Idol comes in and goes, wow, what a twist. I mean he doesn't Everyone. Really that would've
0: made Star Wars
2: good. It would have made it better. Billy Idol wasn't it wasn't a thing then. But imagine imagine if he'd been in it
0: ahead of its time. Dan Vader says, No, I'm your father. I'm your father. Then Billy Idol comes in and he says, No that's fucked um, up. Chris, I'm gonna have to correct you there.
2: Uh, people often mishear that line. It's not oh, I'm your father, it's actually Luke, I am your
0: father. I thought it was Luke, I'm your daddy. Oh, yeah, no, it's... I thought um, it was, Luke, who's your daddy? And then Luke's like, I don't know, he's like, I'm your daddy. And then he, like, wiggles his butt a little bit. Yeah, and then he puts on, like, a
2: a gold chain. It's Luke, hey, daddy-o, who's your daddy? (laughs) It's me. And then he slaps his buns.
0: (laughs) And then uh, Billy Idol comes in and he goes...
2: And and, and Billy Idol goes... No, no. no, no. He goes, that was sexy.
1: I'm pretty sure it went... (laughs)
2: Because that goes, was sexy. This is sexy. Space is sexy. We all love space <laughs> movies now. I'm also, sure. they're
1: cowboys. I don't know if you got that. Space
2: also, it, it combines samurai and cowboy and and knights and all of these things into like, a space opera and it's going to change filmmaking. And that's what he says. And this he might covers. seem like sci fi, but it's fantasy. It's got I don't everything. know if you know that. I'm Billy Idol. Did you know that a lightsaber is like a sword? It's like a sword made of light and, and lasers. Look at Darth Vader's armor. Look at it. It's like a samurai. <laughs> I'm Billy Idol. This is
1: why Billy Idol needs to be in every movie. Billy Idol should be in every movie. Guys, are we... Is this... Has this
0: turned into the Billy Idol cast? I want to bring it back to the movie just quickly because I have a point I want to make. Which okay. movie? What are we talking about? Are we talking about Casablanca, Star Wars, or The Wedding Singer? Or are we talking about Bulletproof? Wedding Singer. Could have use more Billy Idol? Uh, yeah. No, uh, It's good. It have Billy Idol, though. Much movies don't. Only towards the end. I needed him at the start. Mm-hmm. And, like, as but, soon as we get in there and, like, that, she stands him up at the altar. I wish Billy Idol was there to just, like, what? lean in and say... That's really rude of her. So on, honestly, I'm that.
2: pretty disappointed in this movie when you first see Robbie and he's sort of he's really happy and he's in life like I wish that Billy Idol come in and said, Hey guys, uh, Robbie loves his girlfriend. This is a powerful motivating factor in his life. And moving forward, that would have that would have set the scene for some. I think Billy stuff Idol
1: timed it perfectly. He needed
0: he was needed. He came up when he was needed. Morgan, this is why you're not a movie maker and <laughs> Oliver and I are big time Hollywood movie executives.
2: Morgan, this is why Chris and I are heading the Billy Idol movement of filmmaking. It's called Billy Idol expository filmmaking, and he
1: kills it.
0: So beef for sure. It's
2: beef. It's <laughs> Billy Idol expository filmmaking, and he just
0: our tagline is get the beef in you.
2: He's get the beef in you, and Billy Idol is the people's idol, and he just he works it
1: for full me. circle, coming right back to wedding singer. So this character had a bigger. It's good because I've got nothing left on this. <laughs> <laughs> we, this we just... We suck the beef dry. Continue, Morgan. (laughs) This character had a bigger part in the musical I went and saw last year. Billy Idol. George, the character. Oh. Is that... That's definitely, like, meant to be a caricature of Boy George, right? It's
0: absolutely a caricature of
1: Boy George. I wrote down down a note. Is Boy George a punchline? (laughs) Because he's treated like he is in this movie. Also, fun fact about the uh, actor slash actress. Yep. uh, Robert... Yeah. Arquette is now uh Alexis Arquette. Alexis yep. Arquette has transitioned since the yeah. film. And
2: I don't want to comment on this because uh, it will come up later. Apparently, she's in
1: Blended. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, yeah, I did yeah. see that. I was looking which up is, the actor's uh, Which is, uh,
2: as I understand it, you know, sort on of re- a return to the Barrymore yeah. Sandler dynamic. So I
1: guess they brought Maybe out- it's a package deal. You get Drew, you get Alexis. You get Drew. Got that you. makes sense.
0: Now, I want, to, I want to bring something up here. Thing is, though, we've brought up the George character. It's been a recurring theme every <laughs> movie so far. And I want to just put George aside. Yep. Put Alexis aside. Yep. Not including them.
2: Wait. Every wait, movie I actually, up until just, this point, just wait a second. I just Is that person actually, the person's actual name is George?
0: The character is George. The character is George. The character I think, is George.
2: That would be ridiculous the, if the George, person was George. Char- it's it's
1: so, sort of sending off Boy George, yeah, played yeah. by Alexis Arquette, previously Robert Arquette.
0: Right, right, Robert. I thought it was George. Yeah, continue. Every movie that Adam Sandler has been in up until this point, including the SNL best of that we watched, has had as a punchline men in women's clothes. Yep. Still a thing. Sideburns Lady. Sideburn Lady. It's just a dude in ladies' clothes. That's what Every i Every goddamn movie he's in, there's a man in women's clothes and it's a punchline. When is it gonna stop? But that wasn't the punchline in this movie. It was the, the, it was the old punchline. lady had sidelines, sideburns. Yeah, but like, and at the she, end of day, it's still and It's a man in women's clothes. And yeah. when she
2: emphatically agreed with the, the things that uh, Adam Sandler's character was saying, it's like, yeah, I am pretty fucked
1: up. <laughs> I'm a fucked-looking person. That was a very fucked scene. Yeah, but I think like he got away with it because he was lumping himself in with them.
2: Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like. having a
1: full-on mental breakdown. <laughs> he thought know.
2: that love stank. Love does stink. Love stinks, you guys. Love stinks. Oh, that's yeah, another point.
1: Why would a band? Why would a band that exclusively plays weddings just know at this point to start playing?
0: Love, love stinks, stinks.
1: Like without. Any, he yeah, like he was just like, you want to hear a song? And they like, there's some
0: here that in the week previous between his breakup and them playing this, he's this,
2: like, <laughs> I'm probably he's like, going to have a mental breakdown on stage. So, you guys need to be prepared for that. I feel um, like
0: handing out these, these, uh, <laughs> this music sheet for, for everyone. I need you all to learn this song, sort of, just in case. Because I'm gonna break into this really and, fucked song to I play at like- the wedding. And if I'm if I don't have backup, I'm gonna look like an idiot. Yeah. And they were
1: all they were reading that room at that like, point, and they're like, we know we know the time. This is that song. You it's want.
2: going it's done, to be bad man. enough that I do this at a wedding. You should at least be playing the right song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, oh shit! What if they didn't? What if they were just like, oh fuck, he's doing it, and he just did it like vocals only barely acapella version. You know what I think- yelling at people that love sticks. You know what I think they would do? They would just push
2: him off the stage and George would start playing that one song that he (laughs) (laughs) plays. And it would probably have been pretty funny. George only plays one song. That actually was pretty funny. That's literally- Like the idea- At first I was like, is Boy George the punchline? Because everyone's just like, why is he such a weirdo? Uh, And everyone thinks that Boy George is fucked and apparently that's a joke. (laughs) But then I think the joke is literally this person is just- Weirdly single-mindedly obsessed with Boy George to the point that they just know that one song and that's their entire personality,
0: <laughs> which is pretty ridiculous. That's, I'll admit, a pretty good character. Yeah.
1: yeah. Speaking of George, George can play a lot of instruments. There's a specific scene. 100 oh, percent multi-instrumentalist. <laughs> and he's just playing play different clarinet and every couple a of seconds, bones. is changing.
0: Uh, it's on the keys, I think. I think George a was a good point. A good
1: point of very subtle humor throughout this movie. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't full on. In your face. I, I mean, think
2: this this movie is not gags strung together in the same not. way that a lot of other like it actually is. I would say it's romantic comedy emphasis on the romance because the comedy is throughout. But it's like there are long scenes where it just yeah. isn't, it. and it also doesn't matter because it's
1: it's good. Yeah, it's a good romantic movie. It's it definitely has. I I find it a lot more funny than Bulletproof which was more common. It was trying to be more comedy. Yeah, it, was supposed,
0: it was trying to be an action comedy, but it, it really didn't really. deliver
1: on the comedy that much. But I
0: thought this movie did look like the
1: kid when he's like, Linda's a bitch or whatever that was. That <laughs> yeah, was a bitch. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, a bitch. Perfect. Well, all that's that the movie.
2: All that stuff really was very reminiscent of, Billy Madison. I feel like, but yeah. also straight, like actually worked really well in this movie. And I feel I think like that's the
1: dosage—they got the dosage right. They got the, the yeah portions well, right. If
2: we go as we're going through this movie, this I think this has been my favorite movie so far because I think it draws it together. Has been very good. I think it draws. I did
1: enjoy Airheads a lot though, but this has been.
2: Yeah, good. but uh, okay, I Airheads is kind of different though. Airheads was an uh, if we're going by full Adam Sandler vehicles, this was my favorite so far. As I really like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. But they, like, there is something that's more... This one feels like it has all of the humour chops that those movies have, and then it brings in something a little bit stronger as well. Like, it sits alongside a stronger yeah. movie.
0: They you know, realize it's not just jokes and jokes and jokes. There's yeah. actually a driving force behind Yeah, they realise yeah. they can they can put is.
1: the comedy in with something else and as I, opposed to just having purely comedy. I 100% driven.
2: understand why people continued who want to make movies with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore because they're really good in a romantic comedy. I think this was a good pairing. Really? I would be well, curious yeah. to know there's, there's, how it came about. Because I, like, there's at least one more movie with them that I can think about that I also remember really liking and I'm looking forward to watching. 50 First Dates. Yeah, that's the one I was 50 thinking first of. First dates. I was like, I, I was like,
1: I thought you are going to be like, there's only one other movie I can think of them in. And I'm like,
2: really? Because it's blended, really? which I have no opinion on. I have not seen. <laughs> I have and not I'm seen that yet. I'm reasonably hesitant to watch.
1: So, another part of this movie I want to bring up is... We did. Met, we watched this movie together, uh, Luke, Chris, and I. And, yeah. Because Oliver wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> we did bring this up at one point. So Robbie lives with his sister, who is married to a weird-looking, clearly Italian guy. Oh yeah. Uh, who is very weird, and they have a weird exchange when Robbie goes over to babysit the kids that I thought was completely unnecessary in the grand oh, scope of the I'm, movie.
2: I'm going to
1: suggest that that character is unnecessary for the
2: entire movie. I'm pretty sure he's just a real person that they brought onto the set and told him to say whatever the fuck he wants because nothing he says has any consequence or makes any sense.
0: His very presence made me uncomfortable.
2: He's, <laughs> he is a cartoon of a man that doesn't have any
0: jokes. I'm going to be honest. He, he doesn't me of a further any stories.
2: He serves no purpose in this movie. He's just... His,
0: his facial features are all wrong. Yep. <laughs> his hair is all wrong. He's just... <laughs> An improportionate man to the rest of his body, and he Wait. wet his pants. Did he wet his pants? Remember, no, he's what? like he's hosing,
1: and oh, I got water all over. Yeah, water, 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 that is
0: literally
2: just nobody told him what to say. He's just not like that man. I don't even believe that that man is an actor, that is comfortable on camera. He—that's just a person told roughly what they're supposed to be doing in a scene with a mic on them and just saying whatever
0: comes into their mind. I was one of the child's act, child actors' dads brought them to set, and they're <laughs> like, hey, you're a weird-looking guy, come over here. Just like, oh, shit, we haven't cast this character. Who are we
2: going <laughs> to do it? This guy. You'll be fine. Get over here. You look interesting. The way that you look
0: might distract everyone from why you're in this movie. <laughs> you're going to distract everyone for two minutes And just really make People, people... Put put the brakes on, make them question what is real and what's not. they'll probably be staring at your eyebrows. They're not going (laughs) to listen to what you're saying. Just say whatever, you'll be fine. People will be completely transfixed at your wildly unproportionate hair.
1: Yep. So this movie is set in the 80s. Yes. And then, so Robbie gets set up on a date with Drew's housemate who is... The most 80s person I'm in the entire movie. I'm pretty image.
2: sure they're actually sisters.
1: Are they sisters? I think.
2: I believe yes, so. I believe they're sisters. Ah,
1: I did not pick up on that at all. That's probably fine. You didn't miss much.
2: <laughs> yeah. It wasn't really of any consequence. <laughs> uh, pretty sure she... I only know that because I was looking through the Wikipedia page and they had the last same last name. <laughs> but she was very 80s. like. Very 80s.
1: Full on 80s. Yeah, this,
2: oh my God, this so movie, 80s. okay, like for a movie that only took place like nine years after the 80s ended. Yep. It's like it's so 80s to the point that it has to occasionally remind you how 80s is. It's like it's great. I'm pretty sure the people that were seeing this movie are just like, come down, guys. I was almost certainly alive when the 80s were around. I remember what they're like. You don't need to put a Delorean in this movie. <laughs> don't need to have stereotypical 80s 80s you don't need to put a character that's always wearing Michael Jackson leather jacket. you do I remember that was what Alan the Kovett.
1: 80s was like Alan was always wearing. he rocked up to the party that first time wearing the glove and the jacket I'm like what is he wearing
0: like, why is he just like did, Michael Jackson I think the joke was that it's set before Michael Jackson's rise to fashionable success in that outfit oh and really so Adam Sandler's like take that glove off you look ridiculous the joke being that becomes the height of fashion very that, soon after. Uh, that
1: See that See, I think that makes that never a got, very good joke. Never got, does I, it? Because you had to have it explained it's very, to you. It's another very, good, joke, Oh yeah, if,
0: if it's not explained to you, but if, at the time, that's a very... It's good. Another joke that you probably didn't get that was very good. When Linda comes back and uh, takes care of his passed out ass and answers at the door in his Van Halen shirt, yeah. and he says, take off my Van Halen shirt before you jinx the band, and they break, break up. up. They broke up a year after the movie was set. That's, that's a very is, good That's joke. a very funny
2: joke. That's that is a actually a good joke. technically thing. very funny.
0: <laughs> technically.
2: I'm just, I'm trying to imagine the eight or nine year old that's like, what is all of this stuff? I don't think it's nine, was, nine year old. When was, when was, when was the world like this?
0: I don't remember this. <laughs> like, I, I was, I, I mean, that's me. I was born in 1990. Yeah. I was yeah born 1990 and, it's you. Like, and I watched this movie and I'm like. I don't
1: remember that. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's also like you know, like you just know that this stuff happened. Like
2: it looked like that in the past. You probably did remember that because the early nineties were almost indistinguishable from the
0: eighties. Yeah, but like that being said, due to the fact that it was so almost indistinguishable, for the first many years of me watching this every Sunday, I didn't really pick up on the fact that it was a period piece. Well. Is there any other Adam
2: Sandler movie that's in the general canon of Adam Sandler movies that for whatever reason they decided need to be in a different time than when it was made?
1: Um,
0: I don't believe so. Because like it is
2: it's interesting. Like it 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 works. ridiculous
0: six, but yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean I don't have anything to say about that. That's more of a genre choice than a time period choice. It's like, yeah, the fact that this movie is made in the eighties is interesting. It makes the movie better it's not abundantly clear why they decided to do it. Maybe
1: wedding singers were more prominent in the 80s. Because
2: it also seems to be about a character that has more to him than just Adam Sandler kind of being Adam Sandler, which is a lot of what is, so far, has been. Like, they're very similar characters so far. And
0: this is, like, it's different. So let's talk about the idea of why Adam Sandler made the films that he made. Why did he make this one in particular, do you think? So he could get a kid to say, bitch. Do you think it was so he could get a hit a bitch and dress all 80s and have a really good time? Yeah,
1: I think that's why he wanted to... And I think that's another reason why maybe um, Alan has such a prominent role. Is like, Alan's like, in his movies, he... And then Happy Gilmore is like, yeah, let's just hang out. I'm happy to hang out in golf course. This one is like, you're doing a movie like where you're set in the 80s. I like, get to dress in the 80s and do this stuff. I'm in. Like, let's yeah. do it. Let's hang out and do that.
2: Honestly, I actually... I don't know. I think honestly, I would, I would love to read some more of the trivia behind this movie about how this story. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a movie that was trying to be made for a little while. and It was a general story that was kicked around, what was and it they and the, they put the Sandler in it. Yeah, well, it was, was, was by the Hurley. boy. Yeah, but that is the thing though. Like he's credited with it, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't a rewrite of an earlier movie. Like that's that's what it feels like to me because it seems too specific to have been something that Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley specifically wanted to make.
0: Yeah. I I think that this is getting towards the end of the kind of movies that Adam Sandler just wanted to make. Like, he. Yeah. Like, this is like, I want to make a romantic comedy. I want to make something with heart. And this, I want to tell this story. There's maybe two or three more movies like that before it starts heading down sort of. it It
2: might have actually just spawned from thinking about why people like Adam Sandler and what he's good at, which you can see a lot of on SNL. So, like,. Billy Madison was the was the childish movie Happy Gilmore was the angry Sandler movie and this is the singing Sandler this like is the singing
1: he, sappy he's, sappy.
2: he's done he's done a bunch of like he used to do Bruce Springsteen all the time in SNL and he was really yep. good like he is a singer it's like a movie where they're like Adam Sandler can sing what can we do with that
0: yeah that's kind of because like, he was uh, a, a musician yeah like a musical
2: artist Yeah, it's like yes I, I, like, I really like all the songs in this movie I would just listen to them they're good songs it
0: would, like it would be nice to just have some not-comedy songs from him. I would, ge- yeah. I would genuinely listen to, like, the, the song Towards the End, uh, Grow Old With You, is it genuinely yeah, lovely was, yeah. a genuinely not song. Yeah, I'm sure people have genuinely played that at weddings. Was, and, that the, the reason I knew that was because Billy Idol said, that's a lovely song.
2: Yeah, he told me that, and I was like, thank you, Billy Idol, for telling me how to feel in my life.
0: Because otherwise, I, I wouldn't have known.
2: If Billy Idol... I came got beefed. Up, if Billy Idol came up to me and said, Oliver... Let out your feelings. Be sad that your brother died. It would change me right now.
1: Because I don't feel anything right now. Well, Oliver, boy, have we got a surprise for you. Because waiting in the next room... It's not Billy Idol. Come on, come on in.
0: Hey, it's me, John Lennon. <laughs> Ooh, Is me. that the only impression you can do? Is that why you did John Lennon? Why didn't you do Billy Idol? He's <laughs> got a
2: very specific kind of English accent. it has got a very specific kind of... Also, just... I don't really want to beat Billy Idol. I bet he's a goddamn weirdo these
0: days.
2: <laughs> Did you guys see that episode
0: of Viva La Bam? It's exactly, it what, I th- it's exactly what I was thinking of right now. And he's just like, hey, Bam, cut a hole in, your, yeah. in the roof of your Lamborghini. It was good. It was real good. It's a good episode. Billy Idol is like... And do you know how I knew it was a good episode? I oh, went back on Billy Idol. Because of the, during the episode he said, this is a good episode of your TV show, and Bam Margera. He said, this is good, and I
2: endorse that you cut a hole in your roof. Billy is one of those people that I imagine is so strange to spend time with now because he doesn't need to do anything anymore, and he's just, like, probably got all the money that he needed, but he's lived a very strange life, and I bet he's a fucking weirdo. He's like, uh, he's probably like Ozzy Osbourne. He's like Adam Sandler.
0: Yeah, but, like, Ozzy Osbourne is a fucking weirdo and drugs. But, well,
2: also Ozzy Osbourne is also as strange as the combination of placid older man and disastrous human being could possibly be like he, he has been a disaster of a human most of his life and now he's just like an old man he's more than you would think a disaster of a human being could have been like he's lived a crazy life and now apparently all he does is be calm and just like watch tv for
0: someone who was so harmful in every way during his <laughs> reign he is now the most harmless old. he man. is like positively <laughs> harmless it's, it's r- insane
2: and of course all i'm going by from this is that tv show that he made when i was younger and i have not heard of him since he could be dead for all I know. He's the only thing I remember from that show uh, that he loves carrot cake. He loves carrot cake, and he is always holding that fucking universal remote uh, uh, like it's glued to his hands, and he doesn't know what to do with them. What show is if this? If he's not holding it, <laughs> the fucking reality show that they were like on. You beat the Osports or some shit. How yeah. old
1: are you? I'm 22. I
2: remember I used to think that was cool though. That if I could a universal remote that was like a Wii game pad that had like a touch screen, and that was how we changed. Because he's just like... Because it was pretty much like an
0: iPad ten years before the iPad yeah, came out. Yeah, because
2: he was an old man that had had an insane life and should have died
1: and now <laughs> just needed to fill time before that happened.
0: <laughs> this is so far removed from what we started talking about that it's just... It's, it's the life of a man who beat death so death can't be yeah, bothered coming back for him. He, he beat death and now just
2: <laughs> just has to fill time. <laughs>
0: Wow, yeah, he all. break down. He's like, beat him up,
1: and he's like, "What do I do now?" Like, fuck, I didn't think this through. Oh, it's just like, oh,
2: shit. I hope Netflix is invented. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: get me a remote that controls everything. He they... just watches Adam Sandler movies.
2: He was also. Oh, I hope I'm get put in an Austin Powers movie. That
0: sounds fine
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, should we get back on the
2: movie? Should we get Martin back? I honestly don't have much else to say. Is, I feel like we've covered. Like, yeah, we've we, covered. A, do we I
1: don't a, know what it is about this movie, but I feel like. It's a very brief movie to cover. It's like. a
0: very good movie, but it's also kind of a hollow movie. Yeah, like it's it's very very enjoyable. There's not much to it. If
1: there's, you've seen if you've seen one yeah. rom com, you've seen them all. Like
0: there's there's not much else to say about it. It is a pleasant
2: it is a pleasant journey of two people that find each other. essentially. Absolutely.
1: Well, there is something to say, and that is of course oh, girl, just respect. Did it pass a verbal test? I actually had forgotten that we had to
2: do this again, and I'm trying to think about it now. I really I did
1: start. I I realized like, 20 minutes in, and I started paying attention. I really doubt that it does. it, no, does, it didn't. At it all. did have two named characters. Yep, they did speak to each other. Always about men. Yeah. Always about men. Which, especially, I, it's, it's a movie about weddings. And
0: it's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's going it,
1: yeah, it's it's to happen. It's a movie that is exclusively about romantic
2: relationships between people. I think it makes perfect sense that it's not going to pass. Yeah, test.
0: like not only is there not two named female characters talking to each other about something other than a relationship, I don't think there is a conversation in this movie about something other than a relationship. Yeah. Except just, when Alan Covet is teaching that old man how to moonwalk.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is very true. <laughs> That's about it. And the conversation preceding that was about <laughs> relationships. So, which, by the way, I loved.
0: Real good. So um, for shit. That, that was,
2: old man is Christ. That
1: old man was a wonderful addition. He used to punch harder, but hopefully he's still punching. Oh, on.
0: I think I just really, <laughs> he used to be stronger.
1: I was trying to think of who that old man is, and for a second there, I feel
2: like no, that would have been too much later. I'm thinking for some reason he's like um he's uh your boy Blue from old school. <laughs> he, he at least looks a lot like him. It's probably not that man because there's no way that man didn't <laughs> die between those two movies. <laughs> Jesus, you're I think it comes
0: back though. Death, comes death back. Is that a guy
2: very... is very old, Morgan. Death <laughs> is a fact of life. So that RIP Luke Palmer. To
1: the uh as Luke Palmer used to say. Rest in peace. The yin
0: <laughs> To the yang of the backdale death. I can you finger a girl to this movie? <laughs>
2: uh
0: yes, but
1: My God, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, so much! I would finger the shit out of the girl. It has
1: oh, the perfect no. soundtrack. You don't even need to be I looking at it. Do I, I, the music I, is just.
0: I, do you really I, like No, I don't. I'm to treat. You guys, right. I think. I would be gentle.
2: Guys, I think that I would, and it would be fun, but then I would just like I would look into the girl's eyes, and I would look at Adam and Drew, and I would be like, I just. Do you want to just? Do you want to have a wedding? Do you want to just? Do you want to just like talk and like get to know each other and like? Do you wanna, God? Do you wanna fall in love?
0: Hey. You can, like, have a lovely conversation and get to know someone while you're flipping through that V. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. be like, you're just... Just going at it and you just looking in your eyes and you're like, what... What's your favourite band? What... Hey, what are your policies on birth control? Do you... Do, do you want to get married? Who do you vote for? How what you... are your political leanings? I want to <laughs> feel you. I want to... I want to... I, <laughs> I want to be inside you and...
1: Be inside you. <laughs> I want to know you. I want
2: to know you inside,
0: in two ways. <laughs> I want to feel two you, fingers. I want to feel you in your head and in here. You're but for you giant. know for
2: sure, you could you could <laughs> finger the shit out of a girl in this movie.
1: <laughs> you know who says so? Ozzy Osbourne. No, yeah, and uh, Billy Idol. Both of them at the same
2: time. That is a weird thing about <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne is like a really extreme person, but. When do you think is the last time he had sex? It was probably a really long time, right? No, it was
0: recently. Really? Yeah, uh, he actually came up in the news recently because um, he cheated on his wife. Oh shit! With like, I would not uh, think his dick still a young works. hairdresser. Like, you wouldn't think so. I would not believe it. <laughs> I would think
1: it's fallen off
0: already. He's got to inject the and flown
2: out. away like a fucking bat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this movie doesn't pass the backdoor test, but once again. It uh it does pass the is it fingerable. Guys, it absolutely I
0: absolutely can finger guys, a girl little boy in this movie I'm detecting, oh,
2: pleasure. I'm detecting a theme in this is that just that I think that we like fingering girls. <laughs> and we might we might just might just
1: want to do that. <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna rule it out. Yeah. But I wanna cover that every week. Yeah. Because you know there are it's just for the moment that there's a movie that is bad enough that it's like it ruins the mood.
0: Oh, I can't figure a girl at this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> It's got Ozzy Osbourne in it <laughs> I also like this. I'm, I am predicting the are it's 100% going to be movies That we're not going to be able to say we can them to And I can't wait I can't wait to find those movies That defy finger bang
1: <laughs> Until then Until we find those movies Let's maybe have some
0: Chewie's Trivia Corner Let's trundle on down to Chewie's Trivia Corner for all go the on, go, go on a little trundle. Did you say trundle on down? I did. Is that a thing? Yeah, trundles a thing. It right? can be. I can make a well Trundles up. that new cool app. Exactly. What's trundle? It's for. It's like a. It's like. It's like a dating app for real ugly people. <laughs> oh, is that that dating
2: app where you um you match with people and then you go and bring them back to your house on a little wagon?
1: <laughs> yeah, and trundle them along and you yeah. bring them home. It's no. It's like a mix of Uber and Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> it's like it's called t- and he pulled you... them along in a wagon. It's a person
2: being currently <laughs> pulled along by another person because they can't walk or like
0: behind a car or something or like an app that's a, a mix of Tinder and Uber would be great. It's just like hey, can you come and have sex with me and then drive me to the airport? I've got places to be. G- good thing we record these in advance because it gives us a couple of weeks to actually patent that Man, idea. I can't. I can't drive a car. I should just start organizing dates around Lyft perfect just start dating uber drivers we'll call it true true Tuba. i mean
1: tu- tuba. <laughs> 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 no, well,
2: uh, <laughs> can i get a lift let's have sex all right Chewy trivia
1: Connor. this does lead into the great
2: area if this of- tangent was worth
1: it <laughs> We just keep going with does. The trivia. I, we'll, we'll carry on the trivia one second. It just leads into the, the weird area of paying for lifts with sex. Yes. Which probably is a bit, a bit of a weird area. Chewy's trivia. We live in a glorious nation, Morgan. Sex works legal. We, we haven't got a one prime one. minister at this moment,
0: so. <laughs> Carrie Fisher and Judd Apatow worked uncredited writing on the script. No. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Actually, yeah.
2: this. Judd Apatow. Is that how it they feels got. like a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. That's is that
0: how, how like.
1: Both Star Wars and this movie got Billy Idol. Yeah.
2: Well, oh. well yeah, because Carrie Fisher actually is like I don't know if it's that well known, but Carrie Fisher is mad at Punch Up.
0: Also, she's in Star Wars. I don't know if you guys knew that. She's, Wait. She yeah, she was a character in Star Wars.
2: She was in Star Wars.
0: Yeah. She was, oh, I didn't um...
2: know. I didn't know that because Billy Idol never told me. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, another fun, fun, fun little fact: the uh, butterfly jean jacket that Julia is wearing. I did notice that the whole fucking thing. That's. Yep. Pretty 80s? Yeah. yeah. That's just Drew Barrymore's jacket. Like that she wore on the set and the director was like, that one, that one, wear that one. <laughs> That's top shit. That doesn't I, surprise that, me. I started watching this movie
2: wondering why it's like, well, I haven't seen a Drew Barrymore movie in a while. What is it that, what is Drew Barrymore's thing? Like, why is she always in so many rom-coms? And then I slowly fell a little bit in love with her. She's lovely. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, because she's just a lovely woman.
0: uh she's adorable. She's, she's a good. butterfly. She's actually really good.
2: I was going to say that. I'd forgotten that I was going to mention that, that like... I like the way that she is in romantic comedies where she's very, really sexualized, but she is romanticized a lot. Yeah. And it's a thing that I like about some romantic comedies where it's just like, yeah, she's just, she's just a real sweetie.
0: She she's like one of the least sexualized leading ladies in Hollywood at the moment. Yeah. Like we were talking about during the filming of the movie, like there's a line that's like, she's got a great ass.
2: Which is like, yeah. I don't know that that's how so I would she, ever how then, describe it. I mean, maybe she does. I don't know. I didn't really notice. I don't
1: think, but no. Have you ever noticed in no, anything she's no. ever in? No, right. I googled
0: it, and I can't find a picture of Drew Barrymore's <laughs> ass. But she's still, she's very attractive and very endearing. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. You know who else is great and beautiful and attractive? Steve Buscemi and John Lovett. Steve oh, Buscemi yeah. is in this movie. Guys,
2: don't you remember, like, I love that he's achieved higher success, but don't you kind of miss when Steve Buscemi was just typecast as a strange weirdo that <laughs> did, that did <laughs> fucked shit in movies? <laughs> like, a couple of Adam Sandler movies so far, but just like... Hey, you're strange looking. Do you want to be strange in this movie?
0: <laughs> I do want to be strange in this movie. I I'm Steve Buscemi. Yeah, it's, he's good at it. He hasn't really done it in a while. So Steve Buscemi and John Lovitz's appearance in this film are uncredited. They're not like in the credits at all for their roles. But in the soundtrack section of the, of the credits, the songs True and Ladies Nights are marked as performed by Steve Buscemi and performed by John Lovitz. So they're not they good characters. But they can get
2: some. <laughs> was he actually singing at that bit? Because that was pretty good singing. Yeah. Um, and also, just to, add, to to go back to the thing we talked about later, uh, earlier. Sorry. I am going to find that VHS intro, and I'm going to post it on the <laughs> Facebook page. If you guys want to check that out, we're going to get that out there because
0: if he don't, if he doesn't, if it doesn't show up, It's his, it's his fault. Because I fucking I'm not searching for because it. Because
2: that was an intolerable and stupid part of the podcast where I could not remember what that was. <laughs> but I'm going to make it
0: work for you guys. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so in this movie, there's a scene where Drew Barrymore's character and Adam Sandler's character are shopping around for wedding stuff for Julia's wedding. They go to the photo lady, and uh, they're trying to haggle her down, and he's like, "Uh, you gave gave Eric Eric Lavinsoff that deal, I know you did. She's like, no, I didn't. Eric Lavinsoff is the character played by Kevin James in Grown Ups, and Grown Ups 2. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. That's a really long Guys, gap that's, like, ooh, that's, that's a lot of breath that's like
2: that's world building congratulations yeah. Adam Sandler <laughs> <Yeah>. congratulations he's <laughs> he
1: boy yeah. yeah that's that's incredible writing he needs a name um, wedding singer I don't, yeah.
2: I, I don't know if this is <laughs> stepping on a little bit of trivia that you're going to have but did you know that Go Tim, Tim Herlihy is also in this movie as well he was credited in some earlier ones that we've watched I've actually never been able to find him because it's like there was an earlier one where he's credited something and I don't remember ever seeing that character in this movie, Tim Hullett—he was the bartender in the scene with the old man.
0: Oh, oh was he? Yep. Was
2: you barely, You can barely see him, and he yeah, it yeah. never even really has a close-up on his face, but that is Tim Herlihy. That's ah, cool. He's yeah. the writer. The Herlihy boy. Let he him live the, in your bum. He is the Herlihy <laughs> boy. Did you just say, let him live in your bum? Bar. bath.
1: Because he works in a bar. Nah.
2: Morgan, let him live in your bum. <laughs> you hear, <laughs> he just wants you hear to what you want bum. to hear, man. <laughs> he just wants to sleep with
0: your shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue with your trivia, Chris. With uh, a couple shit. of other little fun parts. A uh, little bit of an Easter egg. The bride and groom on top of Robbie and Linda's wedding cake are modelled after Robbie and Julia. I was
1: going to say, because the bride was blonde hair. yeah, little, you know, little and
0: short blonde bob. yeah, it's like Julia. That's sweet. I was going to mention that. my like, doesn't look like and at all. foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And also, the song that played during... Robbie and Julia's first kiss with the church tongue. What, first, sorry, what, first kiss? First, first kiss. Hershey's kiss. first kiss, the, first they had a the first church, church kiss. tongue kiss. Hashtag church, church tongue. The church tongue kiss. Uh, it was the song that he sings to at the end, I no want to Grow Old With You. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. That is so that cute. That is very sweet. I want to mention, this is the first viewing that it's ever occurred to me. She's got a fiance. She shouldn't be kissing that man. I I was thinking, like, is is that cheating? It is interesting.
2: Um, This has obviously occurred to me countless times before because I've seen this movie every weekend. (laughs) Of course. I've seen it many times now. In fact, I was pretending that all these trivia things were new because obviously I would have noticed them. Absolutely.
0: Uh, I'm going to skip right along to some... I've got a couple of fun short reviews. Oh, lovely. My favourite part of the show, the reviews.
1: I'm sure they're nothing but five stars.
0: Uh, We've got a couple couple of... uh, a couple, couple of
1: lower star ratings. Well, I was actually, surp- I
2: was, suck. I was surprised to learn this movie wasn't. Like I thought it would at least be a pretty well reviewed movie. It's pretty mixed.
0: It's pretty. It's pretty. There's some good ones. There's some bad ones. This is the only one that I'm going to read from a actual top critic. Yep. On Rotten Tomatoes, finally an Adam Sandler comedy that you can sit through without wanting to throw a mallet through the screen. He seems biased,
2: (laughs) just from the (laughs) get-go. I'm going to suggest that he didn't go into this with an open mind. Look,
1: look, Oliver, within our endeavour, if you ever feel the need to throw a mallet through the screen of your TV, then you kind of know where he's at.
2: I've always got a mallet on hand. It's always a possibility. Yeah, not many of you actually
1: know. Oliver doesn't have a right hand. He has a mallet. I've got a mallet.
2: I've got a mallet. It's always there just in case I disapprove of something, and I've got to throw a mallet through
0: it. Some of us call him Tholiver, and he doesn't (laughs) think it's funny at all. That's also because that's a very poor turn of phrase. Well, get fucked. Uh-huh. If you love 80s cheesy music, this is a must-see. I do like that. Julia and Robbie are engaged to wrong people. Yep. He is a wedding singer. She is a waitress. Drew and Adam make a great on-screen I make it any more couple. Obvious. Adam is a good singer. Cute rom-com. Five stars. <laughs> Was
2: that it? I like... I really like reviews that are almost like they're the person... Talking over the, they're narrating the trailer like Adam. Is it? <laughs> da, da, da. That did sound it's like a super. Tra- just like bam, bam, bam. Because like, like these were... have a little bit more substance
0: to it. Because like there's the top critic, there's the critic reviews above, and they're all just telling you about the movie and how they feel about it. And then there's all the the viewer reviews that aren't critics, and they're all like. I'm gonna get, tell you what this movie's about because I think that's how reviews work. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what it's just a
2: synopsis. <laughs> it's a positive synopsis. It's a synopsis, and, the and, why, I and why
0: I think it's good
1: or
2: why I
0: Get some cheese balls, dunk it in cheese whiz, throw sharp cheddar cheese on the top, and you get the oh, wedding singer.
2: It's, it's no, I get it because it's a cheesy
0: movie. Yup, so cheesy. Everything within this movie is a recipe for disaster. Yet the romance works. What the hell?
2: Is everything a recipe for disaster?
0: The comedy falls flat almost every single time, and Drew Barrymore is one horrible actress. Yet at the end of the day, you'll find two stars. I think you're right out of characters.
1: You'll find. I'm sure
2: that he likes that movie until like two lines to the end. It's
0: like what a what a goddamn roller coaster ride. It was like, oh, you know, guys, this was a cheesy fun comedy. It was like, oh, it was real good. No, actually,
2: fuck this movie. It was like, this movie, was. uh, I liked it, it went pretty good. Wait, oh, fuck
0: you. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Fuck Drew Barrymore. What the? Uh, This is the last one. It's, eh. I do not like when Adam Sandler talks in a weird voice. Three stars. (laughs) (laughs) that it? Don't watch an Adam Sandler movie. (laughs)
2: everything don't, just don't bother that's everything just don't fucking bother
0: that, that one was from Jennifer now and,
2: that's fucking oh, biased
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would throw a hammer through that person's head if they were here I
1: was gonna say I thought you were gonna say if I had a hammer but it's like Oliver you have one I've always got a I hammer Morgan You right don't
2: have to Morgan
1: I don't... Honestly... Think,
2: I, good, I don't like to talk about my disability! Honestly,
1: I feel under duress filming these things, recording these things, and you have a hammer
2: that... The well, I mean... I've also got a gun trained on both of you at all times, but we try not to talk about
0: it. But it's the hammer that's really...
1: Yeah, it's the, I, I, I the can't see the gun. It. Yeah, it's just... If, I forget you, about it. If you
2: shoot me with a gun, I'm
0: done. If, if you're you shoot me with a hammer, I'm gonna have a terrible evening. A hammer is
2: something a fucking motherfucker kills someone with. <laughs>
0: And if, if we all know anything, it's that Oliver is a motherfucker. He
1: fucks your mother.
2: This is a thing that I've talked about. Uh, if you kill someone with a hammer, you're a real Robert Prathian. Because <laughs> that dude's a motherfucker and he's got a big old hammer. So!
1: Lawrence. Do we <laughs> want to... We,
2: uh... We'll save this for our Game of Thrones podcast.
0: Thro- throne of Games. Wait, no. Uh, the podcast. most dangerous game of Thrones. <laughs> At a song of hot and cold. <laughs> a of... S- uh, a
1: podcast of words a, a, po- a, pod-
0: a podcast of hot and cold A, cu- a cast of ice and fire spelled with a Y So
1: it. next week Game of Royal People This week we watched The <laughs> Wedding Singer
0: bones Because there's
2: so much sex There's a lot of sex Oh it's like a board game 10 out
0: of 10 would recommend It's
2: a board game of
0: royalty <laughs> Do you want to do, you do your segment Like just before we end Oh, Morgan's Kissing Booth. Morgan's Kissing Booth. That's not what it's normally called, but apparently that's what Morgan decided to call it now. It's better than Kissing Corner, we've already got Trivia Corner. That does make a lot of sense. Everyone jump in the Kissing Booth, pay you five cents. What do you got for us, Morgan? Lay one This movie
1: had some great kisses in it. The biggest kiss in the movie between um, Robbie's character and Julia while she was engaged.
0: Oh my god,
1: girl! Keep it down, keep it down. It also had a few other kisses throughout the movie that I actually do not remember, to be honest.
0: There weren't really many other memorable kisses, I'll be honest. That was.
1: I think the kissing booth is all about memorable kisses and memorable kisses.
2: We're talking about movies that might win uh, MTV
0: Movie Awards Best Kiss. Best Kiss. Ooh, the Best Kiss Movie Award.
1: Out of curiosity.
2: That was a real thing that they did. That's something that people care about. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I I wouldn't call MTV viewers people. But that was a very good kiss. You could tell. You How many kisses would you give it out of ten kisses?
1: Out of ten kisses, I'd give it eight. I mm, 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 mm,
2: I'd give it ten, mm, mm. ten sensitive pecks on the cheek, because I, sweet boy.
0: I'd give it a, I'd give it eight church kisses. I would give it one real Just sloppy time. kiss. I would. And three nice little kisses. Oh,
2: I would give it a bunch of Eskimo kisses. I forgot <laughs> to trim my no, That's fucking gay. <laughs> Aren't you a cute woman.
0: You know not,
1: faggot. Oh, Jesus.
0: I'm very <laughs> uncomfortable with this. <laughs> Put your sh- hammer down, Oliver. <laughs> so, that was the wedding singer. That was the wedding singer. What did you guys think about it? Let us know on the Facebook. Or the email. Or the, or the webpage. The Facebook? The is Instagram. It, is it like... Not, is it... Mm-hmm. It's a book of Sorry, what? <laughs> that was the
2: worst. Sorry. What? You guys can cut that
0: out. Were you like, oh, I bet I've got a bit here. I'm just going to start talking. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I don't have anything. Yeah. But
1: yeah,
2: I got, uh, some, I got some gin in me. <laughs> once
1: again, if you're following along, this is probably a movie to actually watch. Yep. We usually say give it a miss. This one's probably this is this is seminal. Look, even um, if you've seen it before, you know, you haven't seen it as much as all of us, so you can you can watch it. I back. would like
2: to make a um, some kind of infographic that tracks Adam Sandler's movies in some way. Well, you're the one and to do I it. You're think the that there design. is a particular thread of important movies that are mm. dominant in his career, and this is absolutely one of them. Yeah, there's sort
1: of a few different timelines. Um, I would like to do that.
0: Yeah, good, do it. I will. What have we got next week? Morgan? Next week
1: we have canteen. I mean, water boy. Oh. Ooh, water. The water boy, which I've actually never seen, so I'm looking forward to that. Morgan,
2: you're in for a treat because Young Oliver loved it, and he doesn't know how he's going to feel about it because it's
0: probably shit. <laughs> Look, is that probably the shit? Let's find out.
2: We're right on the cut. So, like, we've gone through Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, which are, I think, classics, at least, if you are concerned with Adam Sandler at all. This is another one. This is the early of his rom-coms. We're moving into movies that I don't know how to consider them because I know that they are almost universally derided, but young Oliver loved them. I'm talking about Waterboy and Little Nicky, and I'm just... They are strange territory. They're
0: almost exploitative.
2: Yes. They are... Very strange movies, and I probably will like them because of nostalgia, but I am led to believe that I should not.
1: <laughs>
0: now, so, boys. Yeah.
1: Before we finish up. All right. I bought us all a little present. Oh my, gosh, that oh my God. That we are going to sign. This oh, really? is a copy of oh, The Wedding Singer fuck. on VHS. Oh, wow. That I found at a local op shop. That is an antique. It's in there. I'm not sure if it's rewound, because I, mean, I don't actually own a VCE player anymore. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, a VC, a VC. This isn't, like, perfect quality, does it? It's very have? good condition. It doesn't have any scuffs on it at all. It is uh, very good quality. Um, this doesn't and look we're gonna, like it's
0: ever been loaded into We're going to sign this right together. Yep.
1: And then I reckon we should post a little competition on Another our contest. Instagrams. Ooh, a bit of a
2: giveaway. Right. A bit of a giveaway. A bit of a giveaway for um, all of the fans that we don't have. We've that's, got heaps
1: of fans by this point. Very, We've been around for eight, eight weeks. That's very pessimistic.
0: You are, you are no. Logan, my brother died. We've been on We've been iTunes, been. new and noteworthy. We've got fans from all over the world. We're doing great. So, in order episode. to win
1: this, uh, we're going to sign this copy of the VHS. Yep. Cool. And uh, we're going to try and find a VHS player. And de- <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. And uh, depending on who wins, we may have a watch party with you.
0: Oh, but it- if like, you're not anywhere nearby... We might just send it to you and say, have a fun watch party. Realistically, we'll probably just give you the VHS. Realistically,
1: you're probably just going to be one of our friends and we'll be happy to watch this with you.
2: Hey, Emmett, do you want a copy of The Wedding Singer on VHS? (laughs) So,
1: basically the... You probably don't. (laughs) The giveaway is, if you want this signed, pretty good condition copy... Yeah, of, uh, that's surprisingly like <laughs> the wings. Not no, the it's actually. Up. This is the only bit just, that's fucked up. D-
2: just so you guys know, it's in almost pristine <laughs> condition. Apart from, I actually think that that little kind of like dog-eared bit on the end is like classic VHS That's stuff. very. That's, that's so bringing like, back a lot of memories. I think it's actually it's actually better for that. So it's actually an almost perfectly pristine condition. I'm sure it runs perfectly, but then it's got a little dog-eared plastic corner. And it means it's got character. It's got exactly. it's got that little bit of character, but it's it's real nice.
1: So now that we've talked it up, if you would like this. Just uh, head over to the Instagrams If you haven't followed us Follow us already Just you know Fun times And uh What's our our Instagram? We're at the Well just at the Adam Sandbox
0: Ooh Uh, So just
1: search the Adam Sandbox Give us a follow And then um Post a picture of yourself In your craziest Or your best 80s get up You can manage If you've seen the movie Uh Look at Alan Covert's stuff He's very (laughs) He's got some wonderful styles They've all got some wonderful styles We want
2: to see some real 80s I want to see
1: some uh, Robbie haircut going on yeah, uh, sure. so if you, can post- commit,
2: if you can commit to the hair, that will be a mm. real cinch because that is a, if you want to look like a despicable human being yeah. in, the, in the current
1: <laughs> current trends, that's much better. Yep. Yeah. that's so. Really good. Post the picture, uh, mention us at the Adam Sandbox and hashtag the Wedding Singer, and we will then draw from that the winner of this wonderful pristine VHS copy of the Wedding Singer, which I'm sure you're all looking forward to. Morgan, I'm sure it's all on your wish list. Can I win it? Uh, Christopher That's a good question (laughs) Fuck off you cut
2: Everyone wants it Please No entries below 15 Because this movie Has low level coarse language And sexual references I'm talking
0: to you Little boy Or girl You're
1: too young young. To be fair A boy in the movie Says bitch She is a bitch She is a bitch She's like a real bitch So uh, thank you again For joining us On the Adam Sandbox For uh, The Wedding
0: Singer Join us next week For The Water Boy And I don't have any bonds, so let's smash some beers. Guys,
2: let's go grow old together.